So most of you probably know that I took up oil painting this last fall. And it's something I've always dreamed of doing. Never felt like I had the time, space, or money in my life to do it. And then I realized that I should start anyways. And one of the most interesting things about it is that it's it's the point in my life right now where I suck the most at something that I'm trying to do. And I think this is actually a really important and valuable service that this, this attempt provides me because being really bad at something is an important reminder that we all start out in that place and how frustrating that is when you can see in your mind's eye what you want and you don't even know how to get there and you're pretty sure that somebody who had more skill than you could do it in 15 minutes. I paint once a week, and sometimes I'm happy with how they turn out. Sometimes I'm not happy. This last week was a mixed bag. It was a... It was an, a peeled orange on a table. And I... It doesn't really look like a peeled orange on a table, honestly. I don't think that that's... I don't think that the style of painting that I'm interested in right now handles that subject matter very well, or at least I haven't figured out how to do it. And I've not yet gotten into a type of painting that would be um, that would handle it well. I've seen examples of you know, still lives of oranges that are really lovely. And if I decide that I want that, I know what I'll need to do. I'll need to start using brushes and I'll need to start um, treating the paint differently than I've been treating it. And I need to decide if that is a direction I want to head in. Whenever a painting is going badly, it's super tempting to just decide that it's going to be an abstract painting. And it's just going to be about playing with color <clears throat> and seeing what happens. And I've done that enough times to know that I can learn a bunch of stuff along the way, but I end up with a soupy gray mess as everything blurs together. But a lot of what you learn in painting is about how keeping pure colors separate. By pure, I don't mean unmixed, but by keeping bright colors separate, you end up, your eye sees a third different color when they're next to each other. And you don't learn that when you end up with a soupy gray mess. The other thing that you don't get is I think it's really valuable to commit to a thing that you are attempting. And if you do a bad job of it, 
that's okay. And it can be dissatisfying, but, uh, but I think there's something really valuable in saying, no, no, this is what I intended. And I didn't get there. I didn't, I didn't achieve it. I didn't, I'm not happy with the result. But the temptation is to say, well, it's just about playing. It's not about a result. Uh, and to turn it into something abstract where ostensibly there is no result that can be um, judged in the same way because, you know, a really abstract painting, what makes a good abstract painting distinct from a bad one is much harder to quantify than something where there's a representational, you know, it's supposed to be a thing, right? It's supposed to at least look recognizably like a thing, even if the, even if it's not meant to look realistically like a thing. And I think the same is true in spoon carving, right? You're not just carving a stick down to nothing. You're not just making some random object out of wood that, you know, you could say, well, I'm pretty happy with how this turned out. No, you're trying to make an object that does a particular thing well and looks cool while doing it. And in that choice, in that commitment to the purpose of the thing that you're making or the the identity of the thing that you're making is the potential for real delight at the end. If there was no commitment to the intention of the spoon being a spoon, uh, it's not just a question of how how would other people judge it. That's not the point. The the point is, is that you didn't get the benefit of saying, I'm trying to do this thing and then improving over time. So I'm thinking about that a lot, and I think... I think what I've come to feel is that it's really good to suck at something, and that part of sucking at something is being clear what you're trying to not suck at. If you were like, I'm going to learn yoga, and you suck at yoga at first, but you're like, no, 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 I'm not actually doing yoga. I'm, I'm just, I'm moving my body in this way. It's a new thing. I'm making up a new thing. No matter how good you get at that new thing, you know that you backed away from mastering something that can be mastered if you're willing to suck at it because, and you backed away because you weren't willing to suck. So really it boils down to the story that you can tell yourself later on in the process about the process. And if you aren't willing to commit to a thing that you're actually doing, and if you aren't willing to be bad at it at first, then what sort of story can you tell yourself later on? 
This is why avant-garde jazz musicians who whose improvisations you listen to and you think, well, I could do that. You couldn't, because it would be fundamentally different. And it's not to say that uh, it's not to say that appreciating this fact makes you like the improvisation more. It just means that the entirety of someone's journey and the entirety of someone's expertise informs their current choices in a way that can't be um, shortcutted around. And I or anyone else who's played the trumpet for six years in high school <clears throat> could pick up a trumpet and play a little thing and say, well, see, that was, that was improvisational jazz. And, and it would be hollow because it would lack the ability and the experience and the journey that someone who played the exact same thing, but with all of those things behind it would bring to the playing. Which I think I'm circling myself around to saying that the whole point of the thing is to be on a journey where you are not trying to pretend that there is no judgment of you being good or bad at a certain point. If you're bad, you're bad. It's actually really valuable to be bad because it's a good place to go to improve from. But if you can't admit that you're bad at this thing that you're trying to be good at, it gets a lot harder to improve. Thank you for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.